Greetings and welcome to Inside Baseball with Old Chestnut. I'm Liam Allen with Morris Sachs. How you doing, MB? Saturday night, man. Here we go. <sighs> yeah, it was an exciting week. Um, where do you want to start? Well, Monday was the holiday, right? Sure. Okay. Um, you know, um, before we start, could I have a couple of, um, make a couple of corrections from last week's podcast? Mm-hmm. Um, so I went back and, uh, checked a couple of things. And so, uh, I had mentioned that the gray street trust, if you bought grayscale, grayscale. Gray yep. Gotcha. Yep. Sorry. Thank you. Just so we don't have to do this next week. You know? uh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll never, the never ending correction. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So the grayscale trust, if you took it. If you bought it in the private placement, you had a six-month lockup, but you got it at uh, fair market value. The confusion on my part was that things like the futures contracts and such were trading at a 20% premium. So okay. that's what guys were doing. They were buying it and shorting other things against it. So um, I like to be uh, technically correct, so I wanted to come back on that. Um, what else? Uh, I also claimed to have only taken three economics classes. It turned out I took five. Um, there were two more. They were agricultural product price forecasting mm. and commodities futures trading. Sa I, I got Sa I got Satan's a, bushel. <laughs> I got an A in the uh, mm -hmm. the commodities futures trading, and I got a B in the uh, product price forecasting. I remember doing very well in the grains, but the the meats were very difficult to okay so and finally and this is a this is shocking but um i had mentioned we have friends in uh harrison the gentleman's a, a great economist and mm -hmm. the uh his uh, lovely wife is this incredible uh cook and so we were over there for the holiday and uh we were talking about the adp payroll mm -hmm, number mm -hmm. and you know oddly enough i've misinterpreted that thing for like forever so allow me to explain i thought the adp number was they just basically took everyone from the payroll like the guys punching the time clock mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. the executives get, and just that was the number i was incorrect okay Really, what the ADP forecast is is it tries to take their data and replicate what the BLS does. So, and apparently, according to this economist, who I hold in high esteem, ADP does a terrible job at it. Right. Okay. So, so, uh, so that's the uh, that's the other. Uh, I hate I hate that number. Okay. ADP. Yeah, I mean, it's a strong, it's a strong word. Isn't it? I'm not a big, all right. I'm not a big fan of that number. I'm not a big fan of the unemployment number. All right. There's every, yeah. every time it comes out, there's so much buildup and, and we got to read into it and, oh, we missed the estimate. When do they ever get it right? Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm sick of talking about it. <laughs> How like right? life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so Them now that we got predictions, you know. <laughs> now that we got the amplifications right. and corrections out of the way, mm-hmm. Monday was a holiday, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, Tuesday uh, we had dinner with a couple down the street. He's a professor turned hedge fund manager, and uh, so we we went out to dinner with them under the auspices that. Uh, uh, you know, neighborly, mm-hmm. but it turns out, if you remember correctly, that their eldest son set up a fantasy cheese shop at the mm-hmm. end of my street, and, mm-hmm. and this was really a meeting to discuss a spec. Okay. <laughs> okay. Did he? Did he? Did he remind you? And um, did he take you to task for your uh, belittling of academia as a professor? Did he? Did he point that out with an eyebrow no, arch? Actually, uh, I I think he he threw some kerosene on the fire. <laughs> to to that to that point, um, I hope I'm obscure about this enough. But he is teaching a couple of mm-hmm. online classes, uh, and uh, apparently one of them. The, they had like the meet the faculty kind of thing with sure. the administration. And I guess, uh, I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this, but apparently uh, in the meet the faculty thing, the administration said, before we get started, we want to just let everybody know that this university is built on land stolen from the Indians. Come on. <laughs> and, and and so my question was, well, what, what land wasn't? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. So uh, then the next thing was he had, I guess, I think this might have been a different university because he's doing it a couple of things. And um, so he had to go to, like, the personnel thing. And so, you know, name, address, uh, and then gender. So he clicked clicked on gender in a Mm -hmm. pull-down menu. Mm-hmm. Drops down with like yeah, 30, four, 30, five, six options. 30. Absolutely. He said Come 30. On. Yeah, yeah. I believe so say it. 15. How do Man. you, get, I don't even know how you get 15. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm up to date on this stuff, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm not as current as I, as I'd like to be. Yeah. I don't have 30 really different orientations there's or some, identifications. There's some crazy shit going on. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. So as we were, as we wind through my week, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. uh, Thursday, uh, I went into the city for dinner with one of my real estate partners. Mm-hmm. Two hours and fifteen minutes to go from Greenwich, Connecticut to Midtown. Oh yeah, Atlanta. yep. And Dave knows every mm-hmm, which mm-hmm, way to get mm-hmm, there, right? Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. anyone else would have taken four hours. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I had gone in with the plan just to have a club soda, skip dessert, right? Mm-hmm, but sure. I was so. Sh- so traumatized by sitting in the car. <laughs> Hoping you don't float away on the FDR. <laughs> I'm not good in confined spaces for long periods of time. Um, I'm aware. <laughs> so I'm two margalises in before mm-hmm. we order, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then uh, the, my real estate partner knows a lot of the, the restaurateurs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're eating mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, it was, was too much. And mm-hmm. then... Last this is Saturday. So last yep. night was followed up by a, a, a reunion of the gang at that ill-fated dinner up in Bedford, where they jerked mm-hmm. us around. Sure. Now you've you've been in my. <laughs> if only they knew. You know? <laughs> 
So you've been in my dining room, and you know what happens I have. when you add alcohol. I ha- and, yes. Um, this was one for the ages. <laughs> uh, you know, there's 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 so many things I can't I can't right. repeat. It's just you know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I was surprised to not get a 4:30 a.m. text. I was like, oh, maybe Morris is sleeping in today. <laughs> um, but it was another big night of alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, that demon alcohol. Right. I, I tell you, I blame all my troubles on that thing it'll it'll solve all your problems too though not for it's the other side of the coin my friend (laughs) oh my god Uh, um i'm trying to think if there was any good stories that came out of the dinner Um, what what was it it was generally a a positive uh a positive vibe but good atmosphere um well yeah and i'll yeah well i'll let's go backwards okay let's Mm -hmm, go from mm -hmm. last night and then thursday because the thursday dinner had some interesting stuff too but last night the first and foremost was just six adults in a room. It seemed like old times. Yes. Okay. okay. I know so exactly was, what you're talking about. Okay. That was that was just fantastic. Hence the too much alcohol, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. the vulgarities mm-hmm. started. And mm-hmm. and you know there were some new terms tossed around, <laughs> <laughs> which um, I'll tell you offline. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because uh, I remember mm-hmm. discussing the Suez Canal issue <laughs> and deciding we don't want to go there. <laughs> okay, got it. Um, yeah, so uh, it was a really good, uh, a really good experience, and and people feel positive and happy. Yeah, but there's there was some talk about the uh, Delta variant mm-hmm. the delta variant okay is that an issue i mean if you watch if you watch the news if you you know if you want to make it an issue you, it can be an issue um to me it's not i'm vaccinated you know the new york and connecticut the majority of people are vaccinated if you're not vaccinated yeah you got to worry about it i would think yeah. it's you know um all right well I'll, i'm not going to put it on the list of things it's, it's not keeping about. you up at night though no the drinking too much and <laughs> leg cramps right well you're like a month out you got to cut that you got to cut the shit anyway i I know you know he's got a schedule for me i think at this point i'm supposed to be off the hooch yeah 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 Um, yeah. but like i said thursday i had planned and right you know it's just in the car i get it yeah that was brutal uh, thursday one is uh too many and mm-hmm, apparently mm-hmm. two's not enough mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as they say but let's talk about thursday because mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. was like a real business like yeah. there's money on the line and, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i'm very fond of this guy uh but the bottom line is you know we when we start talking about the deals it's, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. legit and uh i came away atypically optimistic wow. so uh, apparently our commercial tenants are back on schedule mm-hmm. and they have a payment plan to pay back, back rent. Wow. Well, they're, they're big enough. Like mm-hmm, they, mm-hmm. they probably should just cause they don't want to look like jerks. Mm-hmm. Understood. Um, the rental buildings are hundred percent full. Incredible. And yeah. So we haven't been able to drive right yet, but. Uh, we there's no more discounts, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so uh, and also there's a parking lot in the garage mm-hmm. stuffed. I'm um, sure because no one wants yep. to take public. Okay. Absolutely. So so that's good. But wait, there's more. It gets better. I think I told you, you know, with my great timing, I signed up to 
develop an office building in Manhattan in January mm-hmm. of 2020. <laughs> uh, we got a, um, a commitment from a money center bank for a construction loan, which is, that's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause it's going to take three years to build a building mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and in three years, I mean, I'm guessing, you know, hyperinflation way my Republic, right? Thank right. you. Yep. Thank you. So, uh, and, and the, the good thing is you can generally extrapolate that information across the city. So I think the, the city's turned the corner and, um, What's your take? So they have this ex-policeman who's the Democratic uh, mm-hmm. candidate. Mm-hmm. Do you know much about him? Eric Adams? Um, no. To answer your question, no. Okay. Former cop. I know that. Borough, I, th- I don't know if he was a borough president. Um, okay. Well, we'll see. I believe Catherine Garcia, who is the other, his opponent, ran sanitation. Yeah. But she uh, out. I mean, he, he, won, he won the election. Adams is he, in. He, Adams is yeah. in. Okay. Yeah. All yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I can tell that was high on your list of things to. Let me ask you a question. Do you felt what? What do you feel about safety downtown? Totally normal. Um, or did you feel there was a reduced police presence? Let me ask you that. Well, I can't really answer it because yeah, we were in we were in mm-hmm. Midtown. No, I know. Uh, um and you know with the rain it's like, yeah with on that's a bad day yeah, yeah no because when i was down there you used to see a cop on every corner oh um, yeah oh yeah the place was swarming you know i i i think there's been i mean to me there was a visibly reduced police presence downtown um and i think that's a product of the environment created by the mayor and the, the dispute between the current pd commissioner dermot shea and the current mayor de Blasio, I think that relationship is totally toxic. And I think cops are sitting in their cars on their mm-hmm. hands, rightfully so. You yeah. want to defund you want to defund the police? Fine. You yeah. want to make uh bail, what it what you know, you can you can rob the liquor store and get bailed out that night nowadays. Um is and it, I think in, in San Francisco, it's probably not even a, a Morris, thirty thousand dollars. You have to you have you can't steal enough stuff in one in one smash and grab at, at the at the pharmacy to to get locked up overnight and what i love is and and this is this is why we're so fucking good at this mm-hmm. watch this segue <laughs> <laughs> so the chaos in san francisco mm-hmm. whose district is that oh is it te- please tell me that it is it partially diane feinstein's district or well, is it strictly nancy's territory i, I was just who's responsible <laughs> for that <laughs> Third world city of a. I didn't didn't even think of Diane. I'm just amazed with the competence of that hedge fund, Pelosi Capital. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, What did he make? Five something million bucks on a Google trade? Uh, More. I thought it was even more than that. Um, Yeah. yeah, For 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 sake of clarity, if he made five hundred grand. Yeah. It's the wrong number. Mm-hmm. I the, agree. The guy's 81 years old. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like when my grandfather was 81, we didn't give him the remote control to the TV. Mm-hmm. I um, understand. I mean, it's a bad joke. No, but, I, uh, I agree. Uh, I know, you know what you're saying. It's like he, these people. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, please. I, I was just going to say, where are... Where have you gone, Joe DiMaggio? Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. What, we, what? 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 
excuse my language, what the fuck are you doing mm-hmm. trading publicly listed stocks when your wife mm-hmm. is the most powerful woman in mm-hmm. the United States? You mm-hmm. need the money? I don't know. Yeah, Morris, this was going on when before the pandemic. If you were paying attention, there, they had a bunch of beautiful, beautiful trades timed wonderfully right before well, those the are the guys the two senators they were in uh, a, a private meeting and they came out and started dumping stocks mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. before the news yeah public. yeah this was going on yeah yeah it finally got publicity this week yeah, too yeah, yeah. So. i so i wrote a little ditty to say to nancy you ready mm-hmm. i'll read this to you okay you have sat too long here for any good you have been doing Depart, I say, and let us have done with you. In the name of God, go. <laughs> what do you Depart. think? You like that one? Yeah, I do. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. Yeah, I, I cribbed that. I, I think it might have been Yogi Berra. Okay. I'm not sure. Or, right. or Oliver Cromwell. One of those two guys. Um, Diane Feinstein, former mayor of San Francisco. There you go. Okay. I wonder what her pull-down menu looks like. Ah, I mean, <laughs> it's just it's just pathetic. It's just it's just pathetic. Well, now that you well now you have aligned ideologically with um, Senator Elizabeth Warren from the Great Commonwealth of Massachusetts, who is equally outraged by these um, current state of affairs. Well, I Who'd think Ch- Churchill said something like, "It's okay." <laughs> To be in league with the devil if you need to get across the bridge or something like mm, that. I mean, okay, yep. you know, I don't. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's I, I, I that's don't close know. enough. I don't know. Got um, it. You know, I was uh, so I was chumming through the news as as I like to do, and I mm-hmm. saw a couple of things. You know, uh, our old uh, pal Charlie Munger, mm-hmm. right? He was talking about uh, Robin Hood, mm-hmm. and I forget exactly how he phrased it but it was basically you know it's a it's a it, what's the word i'm looking for it's just they're 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 stealing from their clients basically. okay yeah right. yeah 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 because they tell people they tell people there's no commission right yep yep and so if i could just explain a little bit because I, I may have done this before you have yep the broker dealer Yep, but it's no, explain it though. Okay. Yeah. So, one more time <clears throat> a broker goes into the market and executes uh, on behalf of his client at the best price possible and charges a commission. And then a dealer, okay, he will buy or sell with the client out of inventory and he makes his money by the bid offer spread. Mm-hmm. And so, a lot of places they stick broker dealer together because that's what they do. You know, it's it's mm-hmm, ostensibly mm-hmm. the same thing, right? So, so I was looking at this thing, and um, so Robinhood's revenue for three months ended March thirty first. Uh, it said they had five hundred twenty one million in revenue. Four hundred twenty million of it was transaction based. Now, this is revenue, so they have expenses. Mm-hmm. But remember, they claim they're not getting any commissions, right? Okay. so That's uh, fun wording. It's just fun wording, you know? Yeah. Words don't matter. But what's amazing of this is a hundred, almost a hundred million of the 500 million 
are is from crypto trading. I was just going to say. Okay. And and I don't have this statistic. I saw it and I forgot it. But a huge percentage of it was the freaking Doge Dogecoin. Coin. Yep. So, yeah. And um, so uh, there's not a two big uh, things in here which I think are worth talking about. Not because Robinhood is particularly bad at that, but it's it's one of these little things that gets hidden under the rug with most uh, in, investors. And, and and for instance, you you would be one of these guys because mm-hmm. you have your money at a legitimate broker, but, Correct. okay. So Robinhood made $35 million in securities lending and $27 million in margin interest. Mm-hmm. So what's the securities lending? So you've got your 13 stocks, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So Joe Schmo hedge fund, let's say he doesn't like those 13. So he goes out and he shorts them. But then, you know, your broker lends the, your securities to the guy mm-hmm. and they get a paid a fee, which oddly enough, they'd elect not to share with you. Understood. Imagine yep. that. Yep. Uh, and then the margin interest, obviously, they're just, you know, marking you up. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's virtually a riskless situation because you're way over collateralized. So they should be charging you, you know, I'd say LIBOR, but now it's SOFR plus 50 basis points mm-hmm. or 100 basis points. But, you know, I'm 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 sure it's, you know, LIBOR plus 400 or, or SOFR, yeah, yeah. SOFR plus 400. I keep saying LIBOR, but that's mm-hmm. LIBOR is on the way out. So, um, so, you know, it's, it's disappointing to see all this stuff, but I mean, I guess it's, uh, just a fact of life and, let me ask you a question because now, you know, Munger, Munger, he called it a, a gambling parlor. Is it good or bad for the market to get these people involved in the market? Because 20 years ago, you, you didn't have, I, I don't know, millions. I don't want to call them kids. Let's call them kids, young adult, new investors, whatever you want to call them. People that didn't have access to a broker that couldn't you know, put their stimulus check into whatever, into, into Tesla. You know what I mean? Um, so now you have, do you think so that, you know, guys sitting up in the C-suite look back and say, look, this is endless more money. These are new customers. These are new, you know, these are new coins in the coffers. Let me, let me say from a higher level, I, I think that, you know, the ability for, you know, the average guy to become more informed about the market and take an interest in his financial future is obviously it's a good thing. Right. right? Yeah. And, I gotta think so. Uh, well, hey, hey, how can it, how can it not be? Because it, 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 it reaps dividends. You know, it's, it's like, I remember uh, each of my kids, you know, their first paycheck, it's like, what's his taxes stuff and my comment as a republican is born right mm-hmm. well yeah. not not necessarily but mm-hmm. all of a sudden mm-hmm. they realize hey wait a minute this stuff's not all free and guess who's paying for it right right so you know if you become more uh understanding about the way business is run i think you make better decisions in life so i think that's a good thing um there's this whole uh thing going on with like the fintech right and they're trying to provide 
banking for people who don't have access to banks. Um, I'm not going to do a great job explaining this, but uh, that guy I like a lot, I think his name is Scott Galloway. He's mm-hmm, the uh, mm-hmm. professor at NYU, the ball guy yeah. who's like, you know, on Adderall mm-hmm. all the time. Um, he's talking about fintech as the next big thing. And and I didn't realize this, and I'm not sure it's entirely correct, but I think PayPal is bigger than Goldman Sachs. I think you're right. Which is pretty, which is pretty mm-hmm. impressive. Yeah. Um, what I think uh, Dr. Galloway or Professor Galloway I'm not sure which, uh, probably doesn't take into account is that there's no free lunch on this stuff. And I mean that in a couple of ways. One is, um, you know, if a guy's only got $10 to stick in a bank account, you know, uh, he's only got $10, what are you going to charge him? What are you in the business of doing this for free? No, really, they're in the business of building up clients to try and generate a market cap to sell the stock in an IPO. Bingo. I, I don't think they're really curing cancer. Right. Um, I, I think in reality, the it, these my guess, once again, it's a guess. Uh, well, first of all, I'm, I'm virtually certain they're not guaranteed by any kind of FDIC or SIPC. Once again, I, I don't know for sure, but mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. easy to track down. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I don't know what kind of uh, supervision they have. You know, it's uh, it's like it's all fun and games till somebody puts out an eye, right? Mm-hmm. So in the global financial crisis, when everyone was blowing up, if you had your money in a FDIC-insured bank, to the best of my knowledge, Everybody was money good. Mm-hmm. Same thing with SIPC, right? Sure. You know, Lehman, Bear Stearns, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, once you get outside of the circle of trust, you know, Madoff and that mm-hmm. kind of thing, Revco, yeah. um, mm-hmm. uh, Man, um, MF Global, MF Global. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, not not so much, right? Mm-hmm, because they're mm-hmm. not backed up. So, um, I, I'm a little bit cautious on the, the the fintech, and it's if if they can compete with banks and have the same cost structure as banks, meaning banks are required to you know have all sorts of mm-hmm, regulatory mm-hmm. yeah filings. Margin requirements, capital requirements, you know, capital if the, requirements. Yeah, if, yeah, if they want to compete on that level, yeah, then that then that's fine. And yeah. if the government decides, you know, we need to make banking more widespread to 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 certain people that can't afford it, they can subsidize it. Government mm-hmm. subsidizes everything, everything. So right. you know, throw it on the list. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. I don't know. The 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 bonds rallied pretty good this week. I, I saw that the ten year note, I, I don't know what the low yield was, but I think it closed up around one thirty eight. And I think the bond closed I'm almost certain the bond long bond closed sub two percent. Why? What what do the bond guys know this week? Oh uh, 
I think word's getting out that one thing I read, they said, you know, the economy's going from great to good. Mm, okay. And I, once again, I, I keep right. thinking now that the STEMI stuff is over mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, we're going back to work. It's not all shits and giggles anymore. And uh, we're going to see the, uh, the the stuff start, start to slow. So like lumber futures, we're down, Yep. you know, uh, once again, going back to the, the building, the office building in Manhattan, the cost is pretty much the same as before the COVID. You know, so the materials may be up a bit, but the labor's down a little mm-hmm. bit, net, net, net. Yeah. You know, we're right there. So, uh, I mean, I understand, um, you know, collectibles mm-hmm. are ripping. And then, of course, people buying the... Uh, those uh token things you know nfts yeah yeah um you know i don't know what to say about that but uh um the other thing uh i saw this was late friday uh the fed put out a regular uh financial risk review and they highlighted uh cryptocurrencies which i think is sort of a first and uh our fan base may recall the episode <clears throat> mom's on the roof so uh <laughs> yep so um and getting closer you, and you did see uh those um the israelis managed to snag a few bitcoin from hamas i did yep. yeah mm-hmm. yeah don't you hate when bad things happen to good people I'm stunned that Hamas would use cryptocurrency for uh illegal transactions and to yeah. fund their terrorism campaign you Stunning. know um it's uh i thought there was a safer one what isn't there a safer one that they should have used um a, a, a different stable coin if i if i may right it's um, laughable okay well apparently apparently according mm-hmm. to our friend big e mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um there there is one of these yeah coins that the criminals like yes they offered a discount and the guys didn't take the discount yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, since you brought it up. Um, I did. So I brought it up. You did. Now you open this hole. The hackers got the company that runs 200 other companies. Okay, so you saw that. When did that happen? Yeah. Thursday or Friday? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's increasing at an increasing rate. It's incredible, you know? Yeah, it's become more brazen, more ri- widespread. Um so Cyber if, if, um, security. If President Harris is listening, I'd like her to know that for one year, give me one year, and I will fix that whole thing. I, I, I'm telling you, it, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. The, the President Roosevelt outlawed owning gold. Right. I know. Yeah. It's like executive mm-hmm. order for mm-hmm. something, something, something. Mm-hmm. So. So that's what we do. We just say, look, come September 30, the year of our Lord, 2021, it is illegal for an American citizen to own any cryptocurrency. Punishable by 10 years in jail or a $1 million fine or both. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's yeah. never going to happen. Yeah. Well, you know, probably not. Probably not. But you know what? An old man can dream. Right, right, right. Okay. 
Um, did that can, did that take up space in your conversation at dinner last night? Crypto? No, I, I that Good. and um, no, I, that and politics. Good. You know, I try not Good. to. Okay. I try All not right. to. Uh, yep. No, we were. It, it was funny how stories kind of roll, and you know, once the the uh, the tequila and the wine starts rolling, mm. the different stories. So, um, I was regaling, or as uh, Cheryl would say, I was holding court years ago. We were having dinner with an older Greenwich couple at the Homestead Restaurant, which is that stuffy place with crummy food down on the water. Okay. Oops. I shouldn't have said that. Yep. Oh, yep. well. Oh, mm-hmm. well. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll take that out and post. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the lady um, was three sheets to the wind, right? And she was saying, yeah, it was a mess. But anyway, she was saying how when she and her husband, they go on vacation, if they stay in a hotel, they have like the adult channel. Okay. And um, apparently like the adult channel would give you like 90 seconds, like of a preview. And so the guy at the dinner I'm at, he's like, Oh, you're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe this. And I said, what? He said, I was a banker on a deal. And we were, talking to the company that did the adult videos and his boss says say something smart and the guy at dinner who's now a real guy he's like so you know um people watch like 90 seconds of the video and then they, don't, they don't buy the video <laughs> <laughs> so you know the the meeting closes mm-hmm. and this guy he's, he's 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 fucking awesome i love <laughs> this guy he says so like three months later i'm on a business trip to new york and i go into the hotel room and i open you know the tv mm-hmm. cabinet i'm gonna fire up the <laughs> the 90 seconds and he's like eh, there's no free preview <laughs> incredible yeah Yep. Yeah, and of wow. course she and of course she can't order it because it shows up on the bill. Understood. Is yeah. that yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's why you got to use a celebrity's name when you check in, you know. <sighs> yeah, but you know, when you're on business, you have to submit the receipt. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah, but what would your the celebrity's name be like Buck Naked? No, you got to do better <laughs> than that. <laughs> okay. So, so as we go down the rabbit hole of pathetic behavior by Wall Street and 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 uh, the government people, so we've already beat up the Pelosi's, right? I mean, they're they don't care. Obviously, they don't care. If they cared, right? So, oh, I did get teased a little bit at dinner last night. There was an ugly rumor at the dinner table that Martha Stewart had been up to her old tricks with insider trading. And um, so this reporter took it under his uh, wing and I read what she did and not being a lawyer, I think, I don't think she violated any uh, trading rules, but she was a board director of a large company and uh, she sold a bunch of shares and then the stock got crushed. But, you know, in, from what I read, um, she resigned in March from the board and then sold the shares in June and she sold okay. a tiny proportion. So yeah, it, it yeah. was just people are looking to, you know, 
And oddly enough, I, I rode my bike by her house today. She's uh she's been plugging uh THC gummies. That's her, that's what she's doing lately, okay? She's got 70 million social media followers and she's uh she's hawking <laughs> she's hawking edible edible pot. A lot of these uh gals are hawking stuff. I, yeah. I saw you know, um a while ago Gwyneth Paltrow had uh Stop. Just stop. We're not gonna we're not <laughs> even gonna talk about it. Just stop. Okay. <laughs> One day. Go to your one, room, kids. One kids, day. Kids, kids, be quiet. One day. Um, it's Saturday night, man. Let's go to Wall Street, you know, keeping it classy. Let's go to Long Island, all right? Oh, since, we're, since, yeah. since we're making the rounds, let's head out to the Hamptons for the summer. Yeah. Because, um, you know, like, obviously during the you know, coronavirus, people took, uh, you know, multiple different approaches. Yes. Some people fled yes. the city. Yes. Um, some people fled to the desert. Um, yes. Some people went to the Hamptons. Yes. And can we pause here for a message from our sponsor, DJ Saul? <laughs> Where is he tonight? <laughs> the Hamptons. Where yeah, else would yeah, he yeah, be? Yeah, of course. Right, right. Yeah. Because he's that good. Yep. He's mm -hmm. that good. Weddings, bar and bat mitzvahs, funerals. <laughs> drive, drive up, drive in concerts during a pandemic was his specialty. The, uh, before we go to the Cantor Fitzgerald uh, meme, um, I don't remember. Did I tell you about this? I saw this. Are you familiar with this form of communication called Reddit? Unfortunately, I am. Okay. I am. Okay. I don't use it. Yeah, I, I am. Okay. So uh, I happened upon this oh, at dear. some point. And apparently, uh, Goldman, I'm, I'm comfortable saying this out loud because mm -hmm. I read it online. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, Apparently, they had a global town hall. So they had, you know, let's say 20,000 employees yeah, yeah. on a Zoom call. And they started with a 15-minute video of something to do with a minority and how poorly they had been treated. And... If I get this right, because this was a couple months ago, the end of the video dissolves, and DJ Sal is now appears on the screen, and he's holding his face in his hand. You can tell he's teary-eyed because he was so moved by this, you know, yep. this video. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, tore his tore his heartstrings. It just, yep. it just exactly. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So how can you not love a guy? Right. Right. Yep. Like like a compassionate like human being like that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I um I have met some Goldman alums and um it's pretty much uh what's the word? A hundred percent are they shake their head. It's a universal disdain. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. you know, um, yeah. If he, if he happens to come upon this, yeah, you heard it from me. You're a clown. Go home. Yeah, we <laughs> stopped using. Yeah, we took you off. We took a, we took you off. We took your picture off our show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about Cantor Fitzgerald because I have some. Uh, why don't you talk about the current events and I'll tell you the experience in my career with Cantor. That might be fun. 
All right. Well, I mean, you know, as I, you know, thumb through the New York Post, you come through, you know, page six. And uh, and again, this story has been lingering. Um, they're squatting. There's two there's two squatters. So, you know, you're like, two squatters. The headline is couple squatting in Hamptons mansion refuse to leave. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. You know, so let me take a let me read this. And sure enough, it's they've got it's a public nasty dispute that's been going on since whatever. And they're using New York State's anti eviction law and they're saying we're not going anywhere. Yeah. Why yeah. would you? Yeah. Why not? Stay at the Hamptons in the 7,000 square foot beach house. Yeah. That's yep. uh, Watermill. Watermill's a, nice. Not bad. Yeah. 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 Is that the Watermill is what? Before East Hampton, but after Southampton, you know? I, I don't know. I know. I go, yeah, I, 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 I know. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> they don't let my kind there either. Oh, that's not exactly <laughs> true. Speaking of our kind, um, and we'll come back to Canner. Did you see Prince Harry and, or she's not Prince Harry anymore? Harry and Meghan, who mm-hmm. have a competing podcast, mm-hmm. they got a new producer. I did. And I was mortified that your name wasn't in the ring for that. And I, uh, yeah. Well, I was going to say, I, I'm afraid I, I think it's because you're Irish. You have some Irish blood and they, you know, it's, it's a, just another example mm-hmm. of, you know, the, the, the British, the British, the British, uh, yeah. Imperial crown. Yeah. No, it's really, uh, no, I agree. When I, I worked, did you know I worked over there for a, a fair while? And I just remember thinking, how did these people ever rule the world? And the oh. answer was gunpowder. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Imagine that. So, yep. But Cantor Fitzgerald, so they've got mm-hmm. an executive at Cantor Fitzgerald who, uh, is he paying the rent or he's just, I guess, they're, squat- su- they're suing each other. Okay. They're suing each okay. other. Okay. okay? Well, anyway, uh, we were talking about the guy who uh, runs that, uh, you know, iconic firm Goldman Sachs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Cantor Fitzgerald is a brokerage firm, and they were uh, one of the, you know, early government bond brokers. So I, I did a lot of business with them back in the day. And... Uh, it was owned by this guy, Bernie Canner. And at some point, and I, I don't want to go too t- far down the rabbit hole on this because uh, I haven't reviewed it, but he brought in this guy, Howard Lutnick, who mm-hmm. now runs the thing. Mm-hmm. And something happened. Bernie got sick, and uh, I, I think there was some bad feelings between Howard and Bernie's wife. And the next thing you know, Howard's running the place. And um, not really well liked. Um, But uh, it made me recall a trade years and years and years ago. It may have been, as you had spoken earlier, about the uh, payroll number. It was probably a payroll Friday. And I was at Greenwich. And sitting to my left was, you know, fish fan, mm-hmm. ski board friend. And as we've talked about, the guy's got the quickest hands in mm-hmm. the West, right? But this was, uh, I don't remember whether it was uh, 
point and click or whether it was a voice broker. But what happened was the number came out, okay, and it was ridiculously bearish. And so the price of all the bonds just collapsed. Mm-hmm. And what uh, the, the, our friend was doing would be he would sell futures contracts and then buy these cash bonds. And the cash bonds would get traded at Canner. And the futures got traded at the Chicago Board of Trade. And you you knew what the ratios were. We, you know, you had a sheet, you could keep track of everything. So he sticks a bit in on the cash at, at Cantor, because he's looking at where the futures are trading. And he gets hit, meaning somebody sells him a block of these things, and he it, it attract a price, and he goes in and he hedges them up with the futures. And it looks like he he got a, a good spread on it, but a good spread by like, you know, a couple of ticks, right? Okay. And a tick is, one tick is one thirty second. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 0. 0.03125, which means 0. 0.00031, right? Okay, so, mm-hmm. or per million bonds, $300. Okay. So I don't remember exactly uh, how many he did, but it was it was a significant trade, and he goes about his business. A couple hours later, we get a call from the back office. They went to to check out with Cantor as they do throughout the day to make sure there's no problems, and they said the handle didn't match. Meaning, we thought we bought the bonds, at, let's say, at one hundred one. Mm-hmm. And the seller thought they sold them at 102. So you're off by a full percentage point, yep, yep. which is, you know, mm-hmm, 1.01 instead of 0. 0.00. So, uh, of course, it comes to me, it's like, what are we supposed to do? I mean, what, what do you mean, what are you supposed to do? We have a trade. And because uh, as I've told you in the past, you know, trade's a trade. If it didn't work out so good for for you, that's too bad, but that's the deal, right? And so we're yelling back and forth at each other, me and some, you know, manager at Canner. And then uh, this Lutnik guy gets on the phone. And, you know, pretty quick, uh, the FUs ensue. And I tell him, it's, it's, look, fuck you. It's a trade. You got a problem with that? You don't call me. You call our general counsel because yep. mm-hmm. this is not how this gets settled. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, long story short, the fucking guy broke the trade. Mm-hmm. And wow. uh, uh, I just remember thinking, what a scumbag! Yeah, and wow. The, and the reason they broke the trade was the counterparty. The guy who made the mistake on the trade did a lot of like investment banking business with them. They were a mortgage kind of account, so they were paying big fees. And uh, so, to you know, I mean, yeah, I hold a grudge, understandably so, on something like that. Yeah, yeah. so uh, next time we get uh, with our friend, he can kind okay. of freshen up mm-hmm. the, the, the decimal points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So yep. um, anyway, it's nice to see that Howard Lutnick is hanging with the 
class class acts and stuff like that. So it seems like we're spending way too much time tonight pussing on people and not providing good quality. Because we started with your, um, it started optimistic. Um, wh- what did you say? Your, your unusual optimism? Oh, <laughs> unusual. Yeah. <laughs> well, two nights of in a row of drinking. Yeah. Right. Well, we, we had a minute of of optimism. Um. Well, so um, I was looking at this thing, uh, and it was um, a report, and it was talking about uh, a quote from Jerome Powell the Fed chairman, and a couple of comments there. Uh, Not the report I'm referring to now, but I saw something else uh, towards the end of the week where Janet Yellen was commenting on what a good relationship she has with Jerome Powell and how she thinks he's been a great steward this whole time, which I think if you try and be a tea leave guy, that uh if he keeps playing ball he gets to keep his job understood and is i've said a number of times when we've talked about these payroll numbers which you obviously don't care for but kind of set the tone for the month um i want to see it i've got it up on the screen and see if i can find exactly um what we're looking for um so he talks about they want to achieve maximum employment which we now define as a broad and inclusive goal, meaning we will not just look at the headline numbers for unemployment. So you tell me, what do you think that means? We're not doing anything until black unemployment, Asian unemployment, and Hispanic unemployment is at 90, whatever, pick a number. Yeah, yeah, four four percent, four percent, right? Yeah. Exactly. And um, uh, and then there's another quote in there where she says, um, you know, we will not raise interest rates preemptively because we fear the possible onset of inflation. Instead, we will wait for actual evidence of actual inflation or other imbalances. Okay. Um. So he said, "Let me read this again." Instead. We will wait for actual evidence of actual inflation. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case you didn't get it for the idiots in the back. (laughs) We're we're actually, actually, we're talking about talking about. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So uh, I I just don't see them changing their game. I think they're going to chit chat. Uh, They, you know, they bought $13 billion worth of corporate bonds in the panic and they said they're going to. They're going to get rid of those. By the way, they are like the 16th largest holder of one of these funds. So it's basically one phone call and those right. are gone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's we'll number a big one. deal out of that. Yeah. yeah. The other thing they may do, unlikely, but it would be the next line of uh, movement, would be they may reduce some of their purchases of mortgage-backed securities because, as you've seen, people think that the low mortgage rates are creating a boom in the housing. So conceptually, if the Fed isn't taking those mortgage out of the system, the rates on mortgages will rise. Um, Yeah, kind of, except mortgages trade as a spread to treasuries. That's one thing. 
the other thing is, and this is a little bit more esoteric, but a mortgage-backed security um, is a little complicated. Not as complicated as building a building in Manhattan, but more complicated than a treasury security. Why, why is that? It's because if you take out a mortgage, generally it's a 30-year mortgage, and the homeowner um, or the, uh, the – is it the mortgagor or the mortgagee? Mortgage-er would be the bank, okay. right? Well, the person who takes out the loan – Am I the mortgagee? You know what? Let's set that aside. <laughs> the person who takes out the loan has the right to repay that loan without a penalty. So if you take out a 5% loan and in a year the rates are 3.5%, you're going to refinance. Okay. But if you're the person that made the 5% loan, you like the 5% rate. Of course, yeah. And if the rates go to 3.5% and you get your money back, you don't like that, which in the world of Wall Street, we call that being short volatility. Okay. So um, before the Fed was buying all these mortgages, investors would buy them. But the sophisticated people would try and manage their interest rate risk or what they call the duration risk, which increases volatility in the market. Because the Fed doesn't give a shit when you pay your mortgage off because they don't have any mark to market. Yep. By them buying mortgages, they reduce the volatility in the market. And I think they like taking volatility out of the market. So I think that's a pretty big reason why they would uh, like to continue to buy them. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, you know, the conventional wisdom is the economy's booming and it's going to continue to boom. And, um, uh, you know, I, think we're on that slow grind down and as you keep pointing out the extra um, unemployment stuff goes away in September at the you know a lot of yeah. the um, Republicans gone already yeah. yeah yeah and oddly enough you notice the unemployment rates are dropping in those yeah. states more quickly mm -hmm. than the Democratic ones mm. so uh, so we'll just have to you know we'll just have to wait and see yeah, I mean they've been. We've had this conversation for twenty weeks now. Um, they're not going to do anything, you know. They're not going to do anything. They're not going to do anything. Interest rates are low. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. And now we're on week what of talking about inflation, and we've, we, you know, they've kind of beaten that horse to death. Um, and here we are again, saying another couple months, another couple months, another couple months, right? Yeah. While as the market continues to set all time highs. Um, yeah, here we are. If you look at the, if you look at these metrics, so, um, I think it was it was the last week I did Kevin's podcast. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, um, I went through when I do these podcasts and stuff, I go through and I re-listen to them, and then I read the comments. Because if I've done something wrong or I made a mistake or I offended somebody, I, I try and correct it. And in, uh, I mean, if I feel like it, it should be corrected. You know, like, like I give a shit, right? <laughs> um, let, me, let me know when the apologies are coming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but one guy wrote in, it's like, 
because uh, I said, you know, I, I don't know what to do, so I got my money in cash. And the guy's like, uh, so Morris is in cash. What, you know, what help is that? Well, I mean, you know, I, let's be a second derivative thinker. If you got a guy that has managed money for a long time, he doesn't know what to do, he puts it in cash, maybe that's a, a signal, right? So you start looking at these metrics. Uh, there's a weird one. Uh, it's called Tobin's Q, which is a way of valuing a firm on its assets. Obviously, if you look at the the Schiller price earnings ratio, it's crazy high. You know, stocks is a percentage of GDP, the Buffett thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I also read, I I think I saw that this is the longest time that the market has been above its 200-day moving average in maybe not ever, but certainly in, you know, for six months or something like that. So you do have a lot of things. You do have a lot of good news uh, out in front of you. Um, you know, I ended up the uh, first half down 6.9%. And um, I do, I am trying to find out uh, how, uh, Bridgewater's doing because they're the smartest guys in the room, and I got a feeling they're down on the year, so I don't, I don't feel so bad. All right, um, nobody feels bad for you. <laughs> yeah, well, that's been true. I can, I can assure you, <laughs> that's been true for a while. <laughs> it's been true for a while. <laughs> oh, there's no crying in baseball. <laughs> All right, buddy. That's it, huh? Miller time. You got any good news? Uh, yeah, I got a day off tomorrow. Awesome. All right, good. So you're not getting dragged all over Westchester or Fairfield. No, I did by... that today. Okay. Um, all right, good. How about you? What are you doing tomorrow? Uh, nothing. I got absolutely nothing. I'm going to be, uh, I might take the baby up to the farm um, huh? in Bedford. Yeah. Sheep, chickens, horses, you know. Really? Yeah, up there off of 172, you know. Um, I might time it so I drive by Gimbel's and give the uh, give the gang a wave, and then uh, you bang a left there over by uh, the dirt roads back there, and they've yeah. got a fantastic farm. I'll take the baby up there. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Exciting stuff, you know. Um, to Tobin's, be. T- Tobin's Q, and then I'll spend the afternoon studying. Um, and, you yeah, because there's, there's a quiz. All right. <laughs> All right, pal. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. You have a good week. Take care. Thank you, Morris.